You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? The unplug mine. Yes. Is Jeff coming or no? He's hosting a show tonight. Is this sound okay if I just talk like right here and I don't get right up on it? Oh, yeah. You sound sound good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, episode 290. Holy fuck. I don't think the Podbean is sharing to the page automatically. What page? The Broadcast Geeks page. On Facebook or on yeah. Podbean? Oh, Facebook. Um, You probably need to go into your settings I on did. Podbean yeah. and up the limit. They defaulted everything to 100 when they updated Podbean like a month ago. What does that mean? They defaulted it to 100. After a hundred, so, they don't do it anymore. Yeah, they'll only post a hundred episodes to wherever. And so like on Apple and Spotify, it made it to where old episodes were falling off, but on certain apps like Facebook and Instagram, it was making it to where they already logged a hundred. So you, you weren't adding anymore. And you can up your social shares to like an infinite number, but you have to go in and do it. It's why episodes of Chubby Behemoth were just disappearing. <laughs> on Podbean? No, on like Apple and Spotify. Podbean still stores everything. Mm-hmm. But we'd wake up to messages from Gwigwats every day being like, hey, like we can't re-listen to the sword and that's my favorite episode. Where'd it go? And it took me like two weeks to figure out. Say Gwigwats? Like Lady Gwigwas? Yeah. They're the ones I just who figured write. it was a gender neutral term. Nah, man. We got Gwigwats <laughs> and Gwigwats. Oh, we could, we could submit them to podcast apps. They have a whole bunch listed here. iHeartRadio. Should we do that? Whoa, iHeart. Yeah, we should be submitting to all of those. I just kind of figured we did. No, I've never (laughs) played with any of the settings. iHeart, Amazon, and Google will take a while to get back to you, but I think we're already on those. We're on Google, for sure. Google Podcasts. uh, We're on Spotify, Podbean. I think we're on Spotify still. If you're on Spotify, you're on Spotify. Uh, iHeart Radio's pretty good for the boomer segment of podcast listeners oh they don't want to hear what we have to say and then the amazon one is only a big deal because then people can ask alexa to play us search or bring up results it'll just play us amazon music and audible yeah oh okay see you learn all kinds of things on broadcast geeks only took us 290 episodes to learn that information good thing i'm one of your hosts matt oren i'm jake becker and I'm Midnight Mitch Jones. Yes. Join us on a part 290 of our continuing quest for <laughs> knowledge and the search for geekdom everlasting. Geekdom everlasting. I'm Ira Glass. <laughs> All right. So I assume that was you, Jake, who cry emojied on my on my post about Doom Patrol and Titans. Oh man, we're gonna start yeah, move the episode. To England, you fucking cunt. listen i haven't i i admit i haven't watched the show in a while and i've enjoyed both shows and immensely but 
My thought is, and I don't know if it has anything to do with James Gunn doing his thing or that was what they had originally contracted. I do think, though, that these characters could come back and they could make another show. Like, that's been my thought for years now about how to make a Justice League. Well, now we can get like an Outsiders show or... Yeah, but it was like one of the few working parts, just like, I don't disagree with you, but just like when we all wanted Grant Gustin to be the fucking DCU Flash, like, why not just keep Titans going? And then incorporate those kids into the bigger universe that hasn't really been touched on other than what Bruce Wayne looks like. I'm just, I'm okay with moving it. I'm okay with stopping it. And I don't know, just some changes. I I think what they're doing is great. And I think what they're going to be doing is going to be even better. Um, I, I, don't know. I agree. Well, wait, wait, wait. Because we all know what we're talking about, but the listeners might not know. I mean, they might because this will come out in like four weeks. <laughs> but, Titans and Doom uh, Patrol announced that their the second half of their fourth season will be their last. For both shows. Both shows. It's also, it came out that they'd made this decision before Zaslav took over. This was an organic decision because it sounds like Berlanti and co are done. Like they, they have no interest in doing superhero shit anymore is basically what I gathered looking around mm. online at work after mm. he's been pushed out of the CW's end of it. I just don't think they want to play in that sandbox anymore. Fair enough, man. I mean, it's been like Matt, you've always been a subscriber to the, the, the philosophy that it's better to end on a high note than to let it drag out for eons and eons. And I had this discussion today with a teacher in my building about, you know, she was talking about certain shows that she's watching and, and I'm, I'm a proponent of shows having an end. And then we can look at it as, as a complete piece and judge it for what it is, as opposed to something just dragging on. And, and you know, how often, let's be honest, how often does a show go out in just a real, like at the right time? In, in a good blaze Hardly of ever. ever. So to maybe I'd rather come in a little early. And I know I'm going to eat my words one day when it comes to like a show that's just going to be like, oh, it's done. Duck Almost tails. Game of Thrones. DuckTales. That, that would be the closest thing to meet the emotion of what I'm talking about. I just think that I think we could now say those were good things. And now we can have other things that they could use that as a stepping stone and you might see robin or excuse me you might see dick come over or starfire might join a mission i'm i don't know i i'm hopeful that james gunn doesn't just zaslav everything else yeah i i agree i think doom patrol has hit more of a point where i think they're they could end on a high note whereas like titans i think they're they're just hitting a stride where the team's the team and I just don't think Gunn, even if Gunn uses these characters, we're not going to see these actors. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Brennan Fraser is, he's about to win another Oscar. I <laughs> yeah. mean, he's about to, yeah, he's like the phrase man abides, dude. You can't tie him down to Doom Patrol. I watched I'm really, a really, I'm really glad too, but yeah, I watched a really good interview. Um, yeah, the Renaissance. What is, what is it? What's that magazine? Is it? It's not Variety. God damn it, Vogue. Vogue does a thing where they have like two people interview each other on video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And usually they're like old friends or acquaintances or yeah stuff. But they had Adam Sandler and Brendan Fraser do one. 
Fraser. Oh, I think I saw a clip of that, but I didn't watch it. Dude, it's like, it's adorable. It's two guys reconnecting after like not being homies for 25 years. And then Adam like kind of slipped during that interview how hard he fought for Brendan to be an airhead. And then he got asked about it again and doubled down and was like, I didn't want to say it when I was talking to him, but I told him all I was going to quit if they hired Pauly Shore. <laughs> like He was like the guy was Fraser. Like that was that was the guy that brought it all together. We needed a stud. We needed a guy who was the dude. <laughs> the Lone Rangers? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, I need to watch that because good on him. I mean, basically Doom Patrol was instrumental in kind of re-kickstarting Brendan Fraser's career, was it not? I mean, it, not solely, but like it was a big part of it. It was the thing that was like kickstarting the career. He was still working here and there, mm-hmm. but like it was the thing that got attention and people were like, "Holy shit, where's he been?" Mm-hmm. He's been making fucking Looney Tunes back in action. Dude, Arguably the 20... better of the Space Jam universe movies. He... I mean, uh, the better of the humans interacting with Looney Tunes movies. Mm. Uh, some people say we love some people don't we folks uh Uh, he's getting really good um uh what's what's the the, the expression you like goodwill he's getting a lot of good buzz positive uh brendan fraser and you know what one of the things that really uh, that i enjoyed and i didn't know that they were in a movie together was at whatever awards where he and uh kwan is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, where they, they saw each other and he came over and hugged him and, and congratulated Brendan Fraser for winning his award. You know, like I like seeing that guy and I like seeing Brendan Fraser. It's nice to see just healthy, uh, um, good natured people and just good people in the in that biz. Hell yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Andy's Andy's like one of the five guys from the nineties that fucked me up on sneakers. Brendan Fraser? Brendan Fraser did? Yeah, dude. He wears Air Max up tempos when he's George of the Jungle and it's like a big story point in the story. I love that movie. Yeah, remember his fucking Scotty Pippins that he's rocking? Say air big white letters on his black shoes. The whole shoe says air. I have to go back and watch it. They're called Air Max Up Tempo ninety sixes. Interesting. But like, yeah, that was like him. Fresh Prince, Seinfeld. There was like adults on TV where I was like, that dude's shoes are the coolest things I've ever fucking seen. And he was one of them. Yeah. Well, it sucks that his, uh, that I want to, I, 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 I know it's not his show, but it's like, it's basically the Brendan Fraser show, Doom Patrol. Um, I was really enjoying Titans. So it sucks that they're not going to be around after this season, but I guess we'll just see what happens next. And that's, that's what I was kind of saying too, where I agree with Matt, like Doom Patrol is kind of just meandering in a world and like right. they could, they could wrap it up with kind of an ending and we'd be okay. Like saying goodbye to them and they're going to continue their lives or whatever. But Titans like just finally concretely kind of formed this season. So for it to be over, it just feels like a little premature. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't have even have been as mad if they announced like the next season's the last season and we know ahead of time because then it would have been like cool they can do one hardcore team story that's not blood and etrigant like they can do with the real titans they can go up against fucking uh deathstroke or is they it, did that already is it over yeah, i know but they can have a real um is titans gonna be over uh is the season is there no is they it... have six more episodes that are already okay. in the can okay okay i wish they had got a season to do the live action version of teen titans go <laughs> oh i am so the pleased 
<laughs> I want it. I, it'd have to be the voice actors. <laughs> hey, mama, pass us out. Uh, speaking of maybe Hollywood adjacent, uh, I got a, I, we had gotten an email to the, what? <laughs> it's from, it's from uh, Scoop. Uh, it's from Scoop. Wow. He, That's he, awesome. Our fir- Is this our first email? No, we got, we get plenty of emails. We just, was it just like, I'll fucking kill you? Nothing about, no, this is, this is from uh, Scoop Jackson. Scoop Jackson. He sent us this pretty cool picture. It's, I don't know if this is a mural or some kind of a cutout that is put on the wall and it's uh, the Marvel Netflix characters. Whoa, I can't see sure. it. Yeah, I'll send it. I'll send it in the chat. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought you were going to screen share, but I think only Jake can show his screen. No, oh, I can oh, share I it. Might be a setting. Well, yeah, I'm sad. Don't get me wrong. Like, uh, I'm sad that the shows are gone, but I'm glad that they are going to be defined as, you know, just a, a, a real good piece. All right, here it's coming up. Um, but again, I, I'm behind on episode. Just current season. I'm caught up to everything but current season. Whoa. It's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. We I get like a bunch it. of email from other co- uh, other podcasters. You know, like I wanted to reach out to connect. Is there anything I really can be helpful or supportive? Yeah, they're probably just uh, like spam. Bots or, yeah, oh. yeah. No, one is just that- like I want to be on your show, and also your relative Thurston Broadcast Geeks the Fourth left you guys a million dollars a piece. <laughs> That and like, I think people just have like a LinkedIn mindset now because we get that on the other podcasts. We still get that for whiskey and cigs. Yeah. Like, yeah. Be like, if I reach out to as many people that are doing it as I can, I'll be able to network and look like, no. Right. And you think they send out to, they send out to like tens of thousands of those emails. And yeah. if they get 1% coming back, that, that's what they need. Right. Which is great for getting a job, but kind of ignorant for trying to learn how to be creative. Well, I'm just happy we got an email. Thanks, Scoop, for sending <laughs> that in. Yeah. Scoop sends me some texts once in a while when there's cool cars on set. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. Like, I got a bunch of pictures of uh, some cars that are going to be in that new Joe Pesci show. There's a new Joe Pesci show? Pete Davidson and Joe Pesci. Pesci came out of retirement to do Pete Davidson's new TV show. Whoa. Yeah. Is he is yep. Pete Davidson's dad in this? I think they're criminals together, but they might be father son. <laughs> I can see that. Called, How like, am I funny? <laughs> I'm like a clown. I amuse you. How about yeah? Fuck am I funny? And then uh, he's also sent me pictures from like the Wu Tang set. Whoa! Of all the like dope '90s supercars they had there for that. What Pretty about sweet. members of Wu Tang? No, it was the show about them for Hulu. They don't play themselves. They don't produce or show up or anything. No, I. Cool. I think the band that was famously almost never to ma- able to make it to their own shows probably have a hard time all getting on set just to make sure things are going okay. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, fuck, on, wasn't Method Man nominated for a Golden Globe? Or no, he was nominated for an Emmy for his work on that show Power? Oh, oh I believe that. Method Man's great in everything he's been in. I liked yeah. him in Garden State. Yeah. Great How high? Where he's like, all right, all right. Raise your hand if you just saw some titties. Yeah. Come on. Raise it. All right, then. Everybody chill the fuck out. Yeah. He rules. Yeah, he does. He does. Uh, what, anything else? Did we hear about anything else getting canceled? Or this is this is just the news of the day? Well, yeah, it's news of the day because it wasn't really a cancellation. It was more of them announcing it before the second half so that I'm sure it'll help ratings. Oh, yeah. Super help ratings. Yeah. <laughs> People will be like, why bother? 
because they knew they're wrapping it up. So it's not just going to end. They're going to end it. Oh, right. It's not right. And that's that's a good distinction. That's a good point. Yeah. They didn't announce midseason like, hey, we just got news. We won't see you next year. They're announcing like, hey, so you all know we knew this was coming and we're about to wrap it up. Right. Right. All right. Well, hopefully they work out some kind of deal and keep these people on contract or something. I doubt so- it with the way Gunn's talking about wanting to just like recast and have a fresh slate. The fact that there's a Bruce Wayne in this show and the fact that there's a Joe that's defined i think he'll want to not incorporate this into the main universe he's building so how's this end does dick assume the mantle of of batman no like what's your what's your them being a team it's gonna end with like them being a real deal superhero team not like now where they're like all working for a common cause basically but it'll be them agreeing like oh this is what we have to do cool i was thinking they were setting up that the team's gonna have to go against connor Mm. i think that's happening in the next six episodes because they're gonna have to beat blood they're gonna have to wrap up connor being a problem before they end the series he is a problem yep he's just gonna have he's gonna do a full-on poochie i have to go now my planet needs me (laughs) just go right out of the the frame uh (laughs) i guess it's not a show getting canceled but they uh fully announced that they're separating time rick and morty is separating ties with justin roiland as they should because he's going possibly going to prison for seven years for some very fucked up shit he did yeah and he's done fucked up shit in the past that they kind of just ignored so i'm glad that they're doing this well didn't he do like fucked up creepy shit with young girls uh he did fucked up creepy shit with writers he did fucked up creepy shit with younger girls he did a really terrible handful of things to his wife yeah yeah if you're gonna get charged for kidnapping your wife you had to be doing some pretty bad shit yeah it false imprisonment too yeah like that's that's uh sean penn didn't get those charges when he tied madonna up beat her to death and then left her for dead but he should have oh he should still be in jail sean penn it's outrageous that he hasn't been retroactively canceled wait well, what did he do you say he, he kidnapped beat madonna oh. he beat madonna within inches of her life and then left her tied to a chair for dead in a mansion in the hills where like she had no way of getting a hold of anyone this is pre-cell phone too yeah lucky that she got saved well they had cell phones but most people didn't that's true but uh yeah so they got rid of him he's ousted from that uh from rick and morty from solar opposites on hulu um i'm pretty sure they're gonna cut ties with him he had he was like a producer on koala man yeah he paid for it um and then also that new game that where he voices the gun the company fired him the game company that was his game company squanch games fired him i well i read that he tendered his resignation well but, i mean I yeah probably had to because it was his company but i'm sure he was told how and yeah. to do it yeah super fucked up uh probably the smartest thing adult swims ever done is turning other the comments off on that fucking uh that post that they made about the announcement you know i can't even yeah. imagine what the fucking comments would have been uh i'm surprised some fucking rick and morty super fan hasn't like firebombed something already uh knock on wood man uh i'm also sort of happy that Harmon's gonna be in charge yeah 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 but who's gonna do the voices morty they can't just find anyone off the streets that can do the voices oh jeez, oh jeez, we're all fucked that sounds yeah. like you could do them 
Pretty much, they're not really hard choices. They're not hard voices to do. Eh, that's what anybody says about a voice that comes to them. Yeah, I don't think me- I don't think Meatwad's hard, but I recognize that for most people, it probably is. Yeah, I like Meatwad. I can't do his voice. Yeah, I do that shit all the time. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. You look at him and tell him that there's a god. There's no god. Why you gotta sit here and lie to me like that? You gonna look at me in my little cute meat face? Lie to me. I, I am 20 that. or 30 years old and I don't need this. You keep on lying to people. I'm going to just go play with my toys. <laughs> God damn, that's good. Did a table reading here on Broadcast Geeks. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, I'm, I don't know if the show, obviously, I don't know if the show is going to last. Um, it's contracted I- through four more seasons. They've yeah. already paid for it. It's not just contracted. They I guess what I'm saying it. is is that um, people will watch it, and I guess it depends on how it is, right? I think but- it'll be great. From as far as I've been able to tell for a long time, Royland was there to throw on some weird salt, but he wasn't handling the brunt of like character development or fleshing out the family. Like That was a key if set of writers, and then Harmon the and the case, story then- circle. Yeah, if that's the case, then the show will be fine and it'll adapt. Yeah. And they'll make a joke about it on an episode where he does something to himself and it changes his voice. Or yeah. they're just going to, they, they've, I mean, they've done a lot. He's done a lot of audio in those voices. I bet yeah. they almost oh, have enough. Oh, they're going to AI, AI it. it? Yeah, I bet they have enough to AI it. Oh. And they've already cool. sank so many million into the next several seasons that it would be. Like, there's no insurance write-off for this. They've already spent the money. Fair yeah. enough. I mean, I can't believe they should have a tryout and make it fair. Yeah, dude. Um, I can message Harmon if you want me to. Like a Thunderdome type thing? <laughs> yeah, dude. Two man answer, one man leaves? Yeah. I'd risk, like- I'd risk him blocking me forever to send him an audio file of you doing your darndest. <laughs> hey, Dan, I'm going to step in, Dan. It's, you got a really fucked up situation. I can't burp on command, but, you know, how it goes. Soda. Add those in in post. Anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You sample in the old burp. Yeah, uh, but that counts as him doing the voice. So that's not what they they didn't say he won't be on it. They said they severed ties and that he's not doing anything with the money. That means they're not paying him to go in a booth again. That means they're not going to give him a new script. I think they're well and within their rights to cut him up and use him. <laughs> Mm. Well, I guess we'll see what happens. Um, I'm sure that the rational and level-headed Rick and Morty fan base will handle this in stride. Oh, I bet Dan Harmon hired security for his house this week. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You think? Someone's going to storm his house with one of those Justin Roiland voice guns. Yeah, dude. Rick and Morty for Dan has been some kind of like Greek mythological hell anyway, where he has he desired writing something smart enough to like be actually famous his whole life because he's a certifiable genius. And then he finally did it. And the people that love it are the people he's hating and mocking in his fucking art. And it's like a weird little hell for him. Hmm. Did you see the Rick and Morty Bushland adventures? Where it's they're all voiced by Michael Cusack or Cusick, the guy who did Koala Man. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. No, I haven't. They should uh, let him do that. Anything, man. I don't. I think worst case scenario, they're going to lose the fans the creators hated anyway. Because as long as the writing stays as intelligent as it was, I'm in. And God bless him for never dumbing it down or cowtailing to the frat boys that can't stop buying bucket hats that really financially support them. <laughs> can't stop buying bucket hats. 
Oh yeah. That was, that's like one of Harmon's main relents is like, they, they sell bucket hats to frat boys of my characters. I hate my whole world. Yeah. That's gotta be rough. Yeah. It'd be like if, uh, I don't know who's the hardest rapper around right now. It'd be like if little boozy's next album was a big hit on soft rock stations. Like, Oh, I don't know. Let's ask who's the top rappers around. They happen to be standing right behind me. Yeah, but I mean by like sales and contracts, not not uh, oh, merch probably, sales at your parties. It's probably Lil Nas X. Okay, but he'd dig it. I mean, somebody who's hard, like Boozy. If Lil Wayne's next album was just a soft rock hit and he made more money than he ever made, but everybody was sort of disrespecting him by misinterpreting his art, he'd be in hell. <laughs> I don't know who any of those rappers you named. Lil Boozy? Lil Boozy is crazy. Lil Nas X is the dude that does Old Town Road. Yeah, right. that, that one was, Mitch mentioned him. Also, not hard, like, goes on Ellen and stuff. My rap name on, uh, when I do these cahoots is uh, Lil Mo X. That's, that's my rap name. Nice. I haven't put wow. anything out yet, but it's going to okay. be better than half the shit that's out there because half that shit is terrible and the other half is just pretty bad. Are you going to do the, I'm Lil Mo X and I'm here to say I'm the rappingest guy in the USA. <laughs> who, who leaked that shit? Oh, shit. Sorry, <laughs> so we just dropped your demo. Drop. I was going to I go got it on Dat Piff, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I only know what Dat Piff is because of all fantasy everything. <laughs> okay see i i actually like an, an amazing amount of ignorant hip-hop earth gang? The... are you down with earth gang matt i think you might like earth gang earth gang earth gang's dope i don't know what is that is. is that the website where you get the Lil wayne mixtapes where every once in a while i'll be like thanks to grizzles where you get all mixtapes it's just like a mixtape hip-hop duo okay download library datpiff.gov Ooh, atlanta Georgia. <laughs> god damn it mitch also, oh, I looked up the George of the Jungle sneakers. I think I fucking had those. Of course you did. You were a big giant boy with athlete's feet. You needed them. Yep. I was like, Uncle Ronnie, my shoes. You oh, had pippins? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm just misremembering. You're the freshest man alive, Mitch Jones. Oh, I think I had shacks. I didn't have the money for pippins. Did you have shacks or did you have Reebok shack noses? I don't remember. Because shacks are the worst shoes ever made. But Reebok shacks are dope as fuck. Why are they worst shoes ever made? Because Shaq got chewed out by a mom at a like signing event, yeah. and uh, she yelled at him about his shoes costing too much for kids to buy. Yeah. And then he was like, okay, well then, I'm going to make <laughs> shoes and sell them. So he had those, and then there's also just Shaq. Interesting. Big daddy Shaq. I mean, I'm glad he was able to overcome his, ta <laughs> his uh, taco neck syndrome. Yeah, so he was like, uh, so I'm going to make a deal with, I think it was Walmart or Kmart, I forget now. And mm -hmm. he put out Shaq shoes, and they were like $20. But they were $20 shoes. It wasn't like right. he was selling you $120 shoes for 20 bucks. He was selling you really shitty $20 shoes. And the whole idea being that like it was going to get kids made fun of less or something um, wasn't thought out well. Cause kids well, you know, you get what you pay your... for on those $20 yeah. shoes. And he committed to it, and he stuck with it. God bless him. Ewing did the same thing. Patrick, Patrick Ewing, Ewing started it. Yeah, he started his own shoe company to make them cheaper so kids could have them. Yeah. But they were bad shoes because they kept the same profit margin. They just sold them way cheaper. So mm. they were made like shit. Yep. Well, Shaq you know. Some wild shit. This is around the time of steel. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> had to recoup his losses after that one. Yeah. He had a business manager that I'm 
Hope is somewhere in a Florida swamp. <laughs> Say hello to Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, dude. <laughs> They're down there playing cards. Uh, I watched a movie that I'm sure both of you have seen, or at least Mitch has 100%. I'm positive. Uh, has any, have either one of you seen the 2020 RoboCop? Yes. It's fucking good. Robert Copperson? Is that his name? Yeah, his name it's is Robert. Gary Oldman. Joel Kinnaman. Okay, but Gary Oldman. He's in it in the new RoboCop? Yeah, he's the doctor. I think so. I think that tracks. Okay, I'm just making but sure. But Joel, Ki- Joel Kinnaman is the actual titular RoboCop. Okay. And then... Freddy, Freddy Krueger's the crazy guy. Robert Englund? Yeah. No, uh, Jackie Earl yeah, Haley. Jackie Hurley. Yeah. Jackie Earl Haley, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, there, it is Gary Oldman. Michael Keaton's in it. Yeah, huh. Keaton playing a big old bad guy. He's got the eyebrows for it. Yeah, I never I never watched. It's it was good, man. Surprisingly good. Me and my buddy Matt put it on his background noise and then both ended up just like shutting the fuck up and watching it after like 10 minutes. Really? Yeah, it's pretty good. What'd you watch it on? Uh, Paramount. Oh, Schnibbins. Who plays him? Joel Kinnaman. Ross the RoboCop? I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Joel Kinnaman, you might know him as colonel rick flag from the suicide squad movies oh yeah that's where i recognized him from it was hard because you only see his like cheekbones yep. and forehead for a lot of the movie i thought that movie was really funny because they like they you know in the original it's like dude has basically no human tissue other than like his basically his torso his head and even that like i'm i can't remember if they took his face off and then they made a silicone mask that looked like alex murphy's face but i thought in this new one where they were like everything got fucked up except for his lungs his brain and his right hand yeah (laughs) and the rig that they have him on where like when they do the side shots you can see how they're cgiing it yeah you can see how they have him angled in the rig (laughs) because the way he's dangling everything sits naturally anatomically they didn't move the hand back to make it look like he's on a rack yeah it's yeah funny that they would use a real hand oh it's him yeah. it's it's definitely him yeah but like i mean aesthetically if you're a cop a robot cop that has a your gun hand is a human hand wouldn't that just be a huge weak point i would think so i don't know it ends up being a pretty strong point right because he can still jerk off when he fights the code and maybe when the uh, machine shuts down his hand could still operate yeah that's kind of what happens in the climax of the movie it's like thing yeah i just climbed yeah (laughs) i saw another oh fuck michael k williams is in that movie too i forgot r.i.p god bless his soul we'll never get more happen leonard (laughs) no no that show's so fucking good um i also watch maverick the mel gibson movie or top Top Gun. gun top gun maverick nice how was it um it was really fun did it satisfy your need your need for speed no it made me want to go drive fast but everything's icy right your need for speed yeah you just get out on the fucking the road and you're like (laughs) yeah and then i just like push my teeth till one's in the middle yes squeeze that job baby um so i as someone i don't think i've seen the original top gun just was never in my wheelhouse really yeah what yeah yeah what i thought it was like a telephone everybody had it at some point everyone yeah it's like chicken pot kind of i don't think i've ever seen it i definitely have never seen haven't seen a new one yeah i haven't seen the new one but don't you don't need to see them both in any kind of quick succession because they're the same movie almost shot for shot but that's what i heard 
That's what I, I was going to watch one of them. I'd watch the original. Mm-hmm. What? You wouldn't watch the new one with like the CGI-ness? There's not very much CGI. Yeah, oh, are. yeah, that's right. They used all those like really cool IMAX cameras to film dogfights and shit. Yeah, real planes. Yeah, it's pretty dope. So there's CGI explosions and stuff, but most of it's practical. And some of it's fucking insane. Mm. But the but, but the first one, the story, the characters, it's a little bit more interesting if you, especially if you haven't seen the first one, because the second one hinges pretty heavily on Maverick killing Goose. Maverick didn't kill Goose. Well, that well, depends on how you frame it, right? From a certain point of view, his indecision or his, you know, his lack of response. Yeah, him not listening to good advice well isn't it because um goose hits the canopy right but like uh miles teller is his son oh you mean yeah and he's in the new top gun and tom cruise is running the new top gun program for iceman who is uh val kilmer yeah i did i i i'm gonna say i did watch that scene of him probably talking to iceman role yeah. Yep. He's How bad did he sound? Talk. Bad. Yeah. He can barely get anything out. He speaks through uh, typing things out most of the time, and then they just gets to a really serious moment where he pushes out like two or three sentences, and it's over. Oh my goodness. Poor Val Kilmer. It's rough. We're never gonna get Kiss 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 Bang Bang Bang, the sequel to Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. God, would I give them money for that? I just saw, I, we talked about it a couple episodes ago, but I just saw that one for the first time. That's great. Yeah, that's how you're going to feel about Top Gun. All right, well, fuck. I bet they're both on Paramount Network, are they not? Uh, I don't know if the original one is, to be honest. They might be charging for it because of the uptick in awareness. Because of the implication. Because of the implication. <laughs> I would never do anything. But the implication. That's why me and Mitch are buying a boat, Matt. We're crab people now. <laughs> We're crab people now. For the implication. For the implication. Uh, I... And then Na- National Treasure's been ripping shit up that I'm sure really have watched yet. No, I haven't, I haven't watched it. Dude, I've been so bad about watching things lately. Is it a show from the movie? It's a show from, it's a spinoff show from the movie on Disney Plus. So do they, Center... do they uh, find the, the Constitution weekly or something? I love you so much sometimes, Matt, or and it hurts my heart. Uh, no, it's um, so it's this lat, it's a young teenage lat Latina girl uh-huh. looking for like the Pan American Latin secret tribe. All the Latin tribes banded their treasure together and hid it from the white people. So it's Dora the Explorer. Not quite, but it's uh, it's got what's is that? Harvey Keitel's in the first couple episodes before he right. importantly impacts the plot. I like Harvey uh, the guy who plays their assistant Riley in the old movies. The like the fellow that's Nick Cage's right hand man. Okay, that, that little nerd. He's in it. It's implied that Nick Cage is on the phone a couple of times. <laughs> But you don't hear his voice or anything. It's just like they're talking to Nick Cage's character on the phone. Do you think he shows up at all? He might, honestly. Why not? I wouldn't be blown away if in the last episode he right. showed up just like, oh my god, oh, Jacita, that was amazing. Like I, <laughs> like, I could see them doing that. Uh, but it's like, it's a pretty good mystery. There's some good red herrings and twists and turns. Um, it's very teenage and kid-friendly. More so than the movies, even. It's about a core group of four teenagers doing this, but like 17 or 18, not like 13 or 14. Right, right. Uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones plays the villain, I think, as far as I can tell so far. Mm. 
she's an outright villain. She's not just, uh, she's not full on just like a, she's not, uh, ambiguous as to what her intentions are. Uh, I don't think so. I think she's the villain. They tried to make it ambiguous ish in the last episode, but I'm like 10 minutes into today's episode and it seems like that bitch is uh, not on the up and up. Mm. <laughs> she's on the down and down. She's down bad. The new night court kicks dicks. I watched the first episode of it actually when it was on TV. What do you uh, think? It was, uh, it was all right. I mean, I liked that they brought John Larroquette back. Um, I really want to see Richard Mull as, as Bull. Well, yeah, he's coming. Is he? You think? How old is that guy? Yeah, I don't I know. Think everybody, I think everybody who's alive is making a cameo. I think everybody but 80. Harry. Harry and Marky Post. Yeah. And he, the original bailiff died? lady. Didn't Harry? I thought they said something about him dying in the show. Uh, they did. Oh, so then he's not coming back. Well, Harry's dead in real life, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, is she related to him? Is she like a daughter? Yeah, she's his daughter. Okay. Not in real life, but yeah, they, she's the they girl from the really well. She's from Big the Bang. Big Bang Theory, right? Yeah, and she kind of she looks like him, especially from the first season of Old Night Court. Like they did a good job of casting somebody who can pull off that creepy, happy energy and like, oh, yeah. do, do it in a sincere way where you can tell they're playing chess. One of my main complaints is that they don't play the theme song long enough on the new version. Maybe they don't have to pay. They only use a little bit. I don't know. They did the... That's it. I I used to like that show. I watched it. I love that show. I used to watch that and like Arsenio, the Arsenio Hall show when I was little. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> you just swear like one day my fingers will be that big. And then you grew bigger than any man in your family ever had. So you could have bigger hands than Arsenio. One day you will crush him. No. I want to be in coming three America. He did have big hands. Oh, he's got creepy ass hands. Yeah. Uh, what else are you watching, Jake? That's going to take us a couple of years to get caught up on. Uh, you still haven't finished Southside. Southside. Correct. Correct. Okay. Uh, the new Velma is the worst thing I've seen in a while. Don't watch it. Oh, but uh, you did watch it. I watched I, the. Trailer. I watched an episode, bad. and it is fucking bad really yeah are you sure it's just because you're not ham-fisted no it's just forced like none of the story makes sense as far as fitting in what you already know about these people and they try to set it up like it's the prequel to the mystery inc it's bad it's just like every single turn it's like they made just slightly the wrong decision or a very terrible decision and so is there do they explain why there's no scooby-doo no and then there's like a young black character who is dressed as Shaggy and acts like Shaggy. His name it is Shaggy because his name is Norville. Norville Rogers. Is it? Yeah. That's Shaggy's real name. That's Shaggy's real name. I uh, thought his it, last name was Norville in this. Oh no, yeah. I don't I don't think so. Well, I that's think? what Shaggy's original last name is. Yeah. And he comes from like a well to do family. Yeah very weird yeah yeah i mean like having I, that character make jokes about how he doesn't like drugs maybe he'll get a puppy and i'll have an ignatowski moment from taxi where he like eats yeah. a hot brownie oh, and that's the oh, end of it it's over man i used to be a genius <laughs> uh. that's yeah it's either shaggy's last name is either norville or two dope okay <laughs> yeah it's not good mindy kaling like i don't know 
the jokes are forced. They're trying to do the Harley Quinn thing, but with mm. a bunch of characters that it's like not fun, doesn't fit with. It doesn't work out like it does with Harley. Yeah. Like the way they're writing Fred, it's like, man, this, this sucks. I mean, it already got a second season because so many people are hate watching it. I mean, I could see that because I watched it just to be like, why is everyone so mad? And then I was like, oh. Yeah, you wanted to be, you wanted to prove them wrong. You wanted to be like, hey, this, this ain't okay. so bad. Yeah, yeah, what are you doing? That's really what I was looking for. And man, is it not there. Mm, well, that's sad. I guess I'll have to watch it now, too, just because, you know, I just want to see what's going on. I'm excited for Shrinking to start on Friday. Is that that one with Harrison Ford and uh, yeah. Ryan Gosling? No, Jason Siegel. Oh, that's the one. Oh, shit. Speaking of, when I was scrolling through Twitter, I saw the picture of that, and it was Harrison Ford, and he's, like, smushing Jason Siegel's face. And at first, I was like, is that Harrison Ford and Ben Roy? <laughs> <laughs> wow, dude, I could see that. You know what I'm talking about? The picture, right? Well, yeah, and I have a picture of them, a different promo picture of them up on my Apple TV right now, and I could see how he looks like Ben now. Wow, yeah. that's wild. Uh, Matt Knudsen is in it, so everybody support it, because our homeboy Matty's in it. Right. Who's Matt? Knudsen. A comedian that you've definitely met. Yeah, dude. Come on. K-N-U-D-S-E-N. Mm, right on. Right on. Yeah, I uh that picture where he's like smooshing Jason Siegel's face. I thought it was Ben Roy. I could see that. I could see that a hundred percent. Oh shit, yeah. Look at that. Who's switching your face? I watched I would movie. love to see fucking Harrison Ford and Ben Roy's energies play off of each other. Oh, that would be even better than what they're about. I to do said no, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> I uh did either one of you watch the documentary about the Pez Bandit? Holy shit. I started it. I Dude, got Pez Bandit. I got to the part where they they smuggled all that stuff back um and went through customs and I was like, is this guy for real? Is this this is it's all for real? So wild. This is all for real though. It's true. It's all true. Wow, it's fucking bizarre. This Mitch, guy and his son crazy. went to went to Europe to the Pez factory and just brought like duffel bags filled of hard to get Pez, hard to get in this country uh, because Pez America has exclusive uh, say over what dispensers are going to be sold in the country and they could block all these European ones. So this guy brought all these European ones here to sell uh, on the side. Because he's kind of a weird OCD collector. He was collecting cereal and like cereal toys. He collects and, cereal boxes. He has a, yeah, a, a stash of them. But he started selling the toys at like cons. Yes. And was making like 300 bucks a day off of that. And then some lady turned him on to the idea of selling Pez. And then his son drags his agoraphobic, agoraphobic ass over to fucking Europe. And then he like... They figure it out without cell phones or maps or anything, how to get the Pez factory. And then have you gotten to them interviewing the guy who ran Pez Europe? He He's just astounded that this guy exists and is able to function as a as a person. That guy, he has no. a bit of contempt. All right. No, they, they interview the guy who was like in charge over there, who was directly yeah. dealing with him. Yeah. And he's doing such a piss poor job of pretending like he didn't do it. Like Rick James level being like, no, I never, I never met him. Well, when I'd meet him, <laughs> like it, it's it, in like maybe one paragraph in between him admitting to the thing he just denied the previous paragraph. 
This is the most bizarre thing, Mitch. I don't even, I, I'm watching. I was late and I was falling asleep, but it was, it was bizarre. This guy's got this like little fishing hat on and he. And his napkin. Yeah. He's always yeah. holding a paper towel, Mitch. Always. Yeah. Why? It's part of his OCD. Very, he's very idiosyncratic. Uh, is this called the Pez Outlaw by chance? Yeah. yeah sweet whoa is it this fucking dude with the fishing hat and the giant beard Beard? yeah Yeah, dude he is king spy he's he is he is 007 yeah like who was that um what was that game show host that uh rick barry right he 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 was telling people he was a a cia operator oh he was chuck barris chuck barry chuck barris yeah 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 that's who this guy is kind of but doesn't realize it. Wow. I'm but he's telling the truth. Like it all ends up being true and real. And like the lengths at which Pez went out of their way to fuck this guy is wild. All right. Is this um is this gonna end with like a fucking murder or something? No. I okay, thought cool. it was going to. I thought it was gonna climax into something much bigger. It just ends with they're all alive, they're all telling their side of the story, and it's like they all kind of agree on what happened. There's just a couple details that like maybe one party didn't know. And then they okay. reveal it to him in the interview after they tell what they remember. Yes. I like that. Cause I hate when I start watching a documentary about something pretty innocuous. And it's like the Pez shipment came in and that led to the double rape homicide. <laughs> no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be as into it as I was. This was like, same as Matt, where I was like, Hey, I'm tired. This is something to put on. I'll watch 20 minutes of this. And then, be high enough to go to bed and the next thing i knew i was like i'm gonna go make some macaroni and cheese and then fucking finish this thing because this this rules is it a documentary series or is it no. a uh movie, movie. cool movie. and that's why I, I i couldn't finish it i'll i'll watch it but it says he made millions selling mm-hmm. these dispensers oh uh, there's yeah, another you're just, you're just getting to like the beginning of him bringing pez over to the united states dude oh my god really yeah he ends up doing shit that's like so illegal but not double rape homicides, right? No, no but it, it it truly is the kind of illegal where there, you couldn't find a cop in the country to arrest this guy. Like, no one gave a fuck. And that's why Pez bends over backwards in the end to just ruin this dude's financial life. They bent <laughs> over backwards to fuck this man. Did, did he lose Ooh. a lot of his money as a result? Uh, Yeah. Well, not a lot. I don't think overall he didn't. But, like, he lost a good chunk he had tied up in Pez dispensers at that time. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it. I want you to, like watch it i don't want to give away too many details but i'm gonna watch that i i watched incredible. i watched this one that's kind of similar it's a documentary series though it's called hey pepsi where's my jet dude they fucked that guy is that where he like collected enough yes cops or whatever okay uh i i started watching it and then i kind of fell off but i assume he didn't get a fighter jet no, they fucked him over, and he had every legal right to that Harrier. Every legal fucking right. It was their mistake. They have to stand up and do it. Mm, well, for safety purposes, they they could get out of it. No. I don't think you can. Like, Wouldn't you have to have training to fly a Harrier jet? Yeah, but you don't have to have any training to own shit. That's true. I guess you could own it, but if he tries to fly it. Bill Gates owns Lear jets. He can't fucking fly. Yeah, but Lear jets don't usually carry a payload of 17 Tomahawk missiles. Well, you can't have the missiles or the radar systems on any civilianized military jet. That's what Pepsi said. No weapon systems and no radar systems. But that's easy to remove. We've been doing it for rich people for a very long time. 
Yeah, maybe they should be like, look, you can have the Harrier as long as you buzz by the Coca-Cola factory and scare them a little bit. Tom Cruise has an F-14. They let him fly. No, really? Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. Tom Cruise is going to die doing his own stunts one day. I don't think he will. I, you know, I don't know if he can die, to be honest with you. Like, I think he sold his soul to the Scientology deity that is... Zenu, something weird's going on, dude. When you see him and and fucking Val Kilmer next to each other in the movie, it's like upsetting. How do you think Val Kilmer feels about it? <laughs> Astonished. I bet like the next three sentences that he said after they yelled cut, he was like, "Tell me what it is. I need whatever you're eating and drinking now." Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Goat, like, goat, I, goat I don't know placenta. Yeah, monkey dude. sweat. He's the only reason I can see people getting into that QAnon adrenochrome shit. Like, he's the only evidence I see of somebody beating death. Didn't he do a fucking, like, base jump from the heliosphere for the most recent uh, mission possible? I think so. What yeah. a fucking insane person. He is 60 years old. I just yeah, want dude. Everybody to know. Thomas Cruz Mapother. And he's doing shots in fucking Fourth. Maverick, which was shot a couple years ago, granted, where he's pulling like fucking five G's. They, they're saying 10 in the movie, but he's pulling. And that's like one of the only times in the movie that it betrays how old he is compared to everyone else. Because of all these young kids that are in perfect shape in the fighter jets, like you can kind of see that they're getting G's on them. Mm-hmm. And then they go to Tom Cruise flying and his whole fucking face is just stretched the fuck down. And he's like, I need more Botox. No, it's just like there's not enough collagen left anymore, even though he's in great shape and has never stretched the skin on his face out. Like, it just... Bam. How does he, how does he not hate? Dude. He's in that what, same club as wor- uh, Keanu Reeves. Do you think he's worried about anything other than, like, the brief moment when Katie Holmes left since foot? Yeah, whatever or- came of that. Like, wouldn't that be false imprisonment? Because he was, like, basically, like, you can't see anybody or go anywhere, right? It, it would be, but he also has the most expensive lawyers on retainer in the world so getting him in trouble for it would be an astronomical and there's an argument to be had that he wasn't doing it and the church was because there's a lot of people that argue that he he's pretty childlike and blind to what they're doing with him like i don't think he knew it's been said by a couple people that he wasn't aware that they were vetting girlfriends for him and basically setting him up with women to go approach him and ask him on dates i mean whatever deal he made with with that devil um it's worked for him, right? He's as rich as yeah. can be. He's as young as can be for his age. But that's also why there's an argument for like Miscavige keeping him in the dark on a lot of the shit they're doing is that yeah. it's good to just have Tom Cruise as a poster boy. We're yeah. sitting here trying to figure out what the fuck he did. If somebody was desperate and living in Hollywood, you'd end up at the Celebrity Center trying to figure out how to join. Like all these Scientologists are having careers. Danny Masterson's not in jail. Flash forward, now he is. Yeah. Is he finally? Yeah, he um, got found. I thought he got found guilty. Let me. Uh, good. Which, That's a great sign when somebody with that much Scientology behind him gets found guilty of anything. You said oh, in the chat, speaking of. Another trial. It got tossed. I think. Speaking anyway. of the show that he was on, you, you said you started watching that 90s show. As a matter of fact, I finished watching that 90s show. That was one of the things I was trying to think of that I couldn't remember. You sweet, oh, sweet shit. Baby boy. So, uh, what's going on with that? Very good. 
it skews a little younger than the original did. And I got in my head and thought that might have been just because I watched the other one younger, but it's not. The other one just they're like a little middle schoolers instead of teens, right? They're like freshmen, but like yeah. actually, they're all actually freshman age, I think. Like, I think all the actors are 14 or 15 years old. Maybe one of the boys is like 16. So I saw mm. Donna is on it. And, Donna is and on Eric. it. For, Foreman's in it. Eric's in it. Uh, Kelso's in it. Oh, Lady Jackie. Kelso's in it. <laughs> yeah, Jackie really? and Kelso are married, which is fun. Now that they're fun, yeah, married. They're married. Wasn't she with Hyde for like the last season? Yeah. Yeah, but it ends with them getting back together. Oh shit! I can't. I forgot. I don't think I ever internalized the finale of that '70s show. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember the end. The last episode. Uh, the last two. Se- the last season sucked when Foreman's gone and the cousin comes in. Yeah, it's bad. Hmm. But he's on this show. Yeah, Foreman's back. I mean, now he has no hopes of being a Spider-Man movie star. <laughs> but. He did edit. He's like a Star Wars super fan that like did that edit of his. Uh, he edited the prequels into one long super movie or something like that. Yeah. There's that trailer that he edited called Star Wars Always, which is fucking fantastic. I'll he drop it in the chat in case you guys haven't seen it. On Home Ep- Home Economics. Isn't one of you watching that? No, you brought it up. Somebody like else agreed with me that they've been watching it, though, and it made me feel really seen, and I can't think of who it was. But um, Topher Grace is in that, too, and it's a Disney show, so there's a lot of Marvel content around like halloween they all dress up as marvel characters and shit nice um yeah but there's one scene where him and his brother arguing over who gets to be iron man for halloween and somebody suggests to him that he be spider-man and he's just like no not spider-man i hate spider-man <laughs> <laughs> it just made me happy knowing how many dads were chuckling in living rooms across america yeah it's funny it's we just watched the trailer for spider-man 3 last night because my girls haven't seen those spider-man yeah they're good they've got the better version yeah they i agree but those are good i enjoyed them at least one. they are good but we had the benefit of seeing them before we saw a better one yeah that's fair because as a kid that was hard when like my parents would show me the original version of something and it was like yeah this is objectively good especially as an adult but then i'd be like this is not as good as fuck when my dad showed me the original oceans 11 yeah yeah, talk about an 11-year-old that didn't appreciate something. So my girls haven't seen the new Spider-Man movie, um, what is it, No Way Home? Yeah, it's Spider-Man Twisted Sister. So should I let them watch that and then go back to the old ones, or should I just watch the old ones and then finish with No Way Home? I think you can just watch No Way Home. They've seen Into the Spider-Verse, right? Yeah. Yeah, then they don't need any explanation going into No Way Home. Yeah, I mean, unless you want them to have context of why the Peter Parkers look different. Not- yeah, but that's what I mean. If they've seen Into the Spider-Verse, they already have a handle on that whole concept and thing. But I'm thinking that as well as Doc Ock. And, uh, yeah, but Doc Ock's different enough. Uh, the explanation with uh, 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 Bad Peter saving MJ has a little bit more heft to it if you've seen him let Gwen die. Right, right, right. But that that might be the only scene that has more weight to it if you have history of these characters. There might be more, and that's why I'm wondering if we should just watch them or not. I don't know. I'm I gotta think about it. I might do it because I'll be honest. I never. I don't recall watching the Garfield Spider Man. Yeah, they're not it. good. I watched at least one of them, but yeah, but they got Dennis Leary. Okay, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely movies. He was Gwen's Gwen's dad, right? Dude, there's some. It's the the sum of its parts are greater than it as a whole. Like 
The Amazing Spider-Man 2 with Garfield starts with probably one of the best, in my opinion, web-slinging scenes. Yeah, it looks dope. It's just the story is so short for me. And his acting as Peter just fucks me up. I don't like him. He's a really good Peter Parker after his world's been ripped from him in No Way Home. Like, he played it better. He's a better actor now, I'm sure. And he probably appreciates why people hated his performance the first time. Who, Garfield? Yeah. Like, he turned in a way better performance as Peter Parker in No Way Home than he ever did as Peter Parker when that's what he was getting paid to be. That's, yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah. But he has the weight of, like, my whole world went to shit after I let Gwen die. And, like, you get to see that side of him that maybe they were going to show us if he got a third movie. Like, maybe his franchise might have grown into him being a really great Peter Parker. Who knows? Because it got canceled. But he was never a good Peter Parker. He was too fucking cool. He was too fucking suave. Yeah, but I want to see that third movie now because he was like, I stopped pulling my punches. So I want to see that ruthless, fucking pissed off, amazing Spider-Man 3. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. You'd, I don't know if they'd give us that version. I feel like if they gave us more Garfield, it'd be him now yeah. going back after having learned this life lesson. Yeah, they're not going to give us brooding evil Spider-Man. Uh, but yeah, that 90s show, very good. Fez is great. The new oh, neighbor family is great. Yeah, Fez is in it. Everyone's in it except Danny Masters. So the like <laughs> Bob and Midge are in it? Pinciotti's dead, but Bob's in it. Oh, that's right. Midge is dead. Yeah, Bob's in it, and he's not. Uh, he doesn't come across as healthy. Oh, he kind of, he kind of has that that thing where he's like not talking right or in the cadence that he ever spoke before, and he kind, he just kind of sounds out of breath yeah. in every scene. Uh, if you type in Don Stark, the uh, one of the first Google autofills is Don Stark health. Yeah, it's apparent in that 90s show that he's probably not long for this world uh but like red and kitty rip they kick ass they're so fucking good uh what's what's his name crazy name mcgee red foreman wood smith kurtwood smith god damn what a treasure what a goddamn genius move to cast him as a loving angry dad instead of just the fucking villain he had been for the last forever before that in his career speaking of tie it back to what we were talking about earlier the original RoboCop, RoboCop villain. Yeah, yeah dude. Cops villain. don't like me. Everybody. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, I just looked up Don Stark, and he was the voice of Rhino on the Spider-Man 1994 animated series. Whoa. Nice. Shut the front door. Nice. Tying it all to fucking gather, man. He was also on an episode of Night Court, but nice. he wasn't in that time, right? Yeah, that's what I was <laughs> thinking. I was going to say, I think there were a lot of people, but that was when I was when I was watching Night Court. I was too young to attach those things. He played it. He played a character on on. He was in an episode of every show. It looked like in the late eighties, early nineties. Good for him. I I'd probably seen him in all these shows because I recognize him when I watched that seventies show. He definitely looked familiar. Oh, there's the the foreign exchange ish student slot they're filling this time. Is a young queer Asian boy. Mm-hmm. And he is very funny. He speaks in a very high staccato and he's very rude and catty with everyone. <laughs> and he's fucking a pretty great replacement for Fez. How's that go over with Red? Uh, Red. Red's pretty cool. He's like, I fucking love all of you. Uh, no, he does not like the kids, but he doesn't not like them because of who they are. He doesn't like them because he's yeah, retired kids. and really hates the kids being there. Yeah, and then he, I'm sure as soon as Eric shows up, he's like, well, well, well. Oh, yeah, he's so mean to Eric still. 
but there is a scene where Eric starts yelling at his daughter, and then him and Red Bond, and that's it's really funny. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I have to watch this now. Spoiler alert: Eric accidentally utters the phrase, "I will put my foot in your ass." <gasps> oh man, the smat, yeah. the sin, the son has become the father. Everyone else in the room is shocked, and Red's just sitting in a chair, nodding knowingly. And then everybody <laughs> like looks at him, like, "What is it?" He's like, "I've never been so proud of you, son." He's just <laughs> doing the Palpatine, like, "Good, mm, good, yes. yeah, use your anger." Oh, it's fucking great. Uh the Vista Cruiser makes an appearance. Whoa! Yeah, what I, the Vista car? Cruiser, the Buick. Oh. Okay, let me ask you this. Not that it's going to change anything for me, like enjoying it, but do they keep the theme song or is it a different song? It's an update on the theme song. Okay. Not a thing to do. I think that was the biggest fucking crazy thing about that 80s show. Was that they went with just nothing related to it? Yeah. Yeah. No, this is uh, like 90s poppy punky kind of take on it. But they're like, it's like, Eric, I heard that the guy from Nirvana shot himself in the face. <laughs> a little bit. And then there's uh, there's also the interstitials. Oh, the yeah, with all of them dancing and doing like weird Adobe After Effects from the 90s. <laughs> and that was I like a it. cool, nice touch. Yeah. I, it was really solid. I wish it was longer. Ten episodes doesn't do that show justice. It's not that kind of arc. You think it's going to get a second season? If it doesn't, I'm going to be pretty butthurt. I really hope it's getting good numbers. That 90s show? Yeah, because it's, it's really good. It's it's so much in the spirit of the original. That's how it's, you know, clearly it's another one of those, hey, clearly the uh, people who did this. Is it the same people? I think it is. That did the original? I'm pretty sure it is. Oh, well, that's cool. Because I was going to say, uh, you know, another example of one of those, this reboot clearly has reverence for the universe that it's set in. I think even a rarer thing, though, is like the creator coming back 20 years later and doing the same thing again right. without fucking up the whole formula. Well, you know, can only bottle lightning twice or whatever they say. Oh, Fenton's in it? Fenton. Fenton. Crack shell. No, Fenton. Jim Rash. Ah, okay. Hello, Fenton. He says, and then they, they'd face off on everything. It was his enemy through all of that 70s show was Jim Rash as the other. Jim Rash from, from the, the principal in community? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he played Fez's enemy, Fenton. I can't remember that. He'd be wearing like a turtleneck and they'd slink up to each other. It was very uh, homoerotic when they'd get in an argument. Mm. And they'd argue about like Fez's nightlife and shit that nobody else knew about. Yeah, I don't remember those Fez episodes. Like, it's weird because I had that 70s show on DVD when I used to work at the, the, like, Hastings up in Greeley. I bought the whole series on dvd yeah you don't remember fent dog nah dude fenton six episodes from 2002 to 2006 is this one of those mandela effects is this one of your cunning attempts to fucking trick me jake no i remember fenton completely <laughs> speaking of which i gotta tell you you ruined my life uh with that jungle <laughs> book because i brought it up to my family because my family has been all uh jungle book you know, forever they they're jungle book mm-hmm. forever 
My sister says she doesn't remember a coconut bra. My dad doesn't remember a coconut bra. But my mom, mm. she Mark, remembers. Your mom's ride or die with me. Your mom remembers that coconut bra, dog. No, that means she's from a different fucking universe, dude. What have that you means done the rest to me? Of you are, <laughs> me and your mom are primed. The rest of you are new. Oh, I knew I got destroyed in that car accident in 2016. Oh, Jim Rash is also in DuckTales. Yes. Uh, gyro. He's the, yeah, he's Gyro. gyro. He's also uh, the Marcus Riddler. On, yep, the Riddler. He's Marcus on Mike Tyson's Mysteries. Okay. And he's the Riddler in Harley Quinn. Oh, speaking of which, did you guys see that fucking, um, did you see that trailer for the Harley Quinn Valentine's Day special? No. Oh, I shared it in the chat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're in between seasons. Well, it just came out three. So between three and four, they're going to have a Harley Quinn super. It's called the Harley Quinn animated series. Super problematic Valentine's Day special. A very problematic and, Valentine's Day special. Yes. And uh, it come out Valentine's Day. Probably. Yeah, I think so. I think it comes out either that or like February 9th or something like that. But, yeah, Etrigan's in it. Flash. It looks like uh, from what I can gather from this trailer, it looks like Harley makes Ivy come real hard and she's spores out over the gotham and then everybody's like aphrodisiac damn yeah that's wild yeah i mean i might watch some harley quinn tonight i need to get caught up on quantum leap even though they took two weeks off for no fucking reason i know dude i was watching live on monday and it was the earthquake one i was pissed but i mean i watched it just to get their numbers up they knew i was watching on tv only if you have a Nielsen box, but you're still the best. I got a Leslie Nielsen box. Ooh. Does it get mad when you call it Shirley? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything you've been watching, Matt? No, not really. We want to watch. We, we, we've been watching some scary movies with the kids. Any Ooh, Abbott? They, what's that? You watch any more of the Abbott Elementary? No, because I think I lost that channel. Oh, okay. Yeah. NBC? Oh, is that what it's on? Uh, Hulu. Yeah, I don't have Hulu. Not at the moment. It's it's not on NBC? No, it's Hulu. ABC. Oh, uh, ABC. Okay. But it was on HBO. I think I just have to wait. I don't remember. It was on one of those that we were watching on. So I'll... I'll get caught up on that. We're wanting I to watch more of the Orville. Disney. Yeah. I think have you watched any since last season. time? Oh. Go ahead, Jake. Sorry. No, I just gonna say I think they put the first season on Disney Plus. Okay. Well, yeah, then I'll catch it. We we watch it occasionally. Uh I have watched some of the new episodes. I, I haven't seen the entirety of the baby Thanos one, but I, I watched a good chunk of it. And that was That's a hilarious. funny, funny episode. What baby Thanos? Again, it's an ABC show, so it's Disney. So the Halloween episode is very heavily Marvel. Very, mm. and all their very, things are now very funny. This Remember is when Abbott. we were a kid. Yes. Full House and all those would be heavily like Aladdin or The Lion King because it was Disney. Yeah, there was that Full House where they went to Disneyland and. Uh, dj's boyfriend yeah she's like steve and then she looks because he does the voice in the movie right yeah he is aladdin yeah and then she like Uh looks up again and it's a different guy yeah yeah but like they're doing that now but with marvel characters just add hawk cool Mm. so i haven't gotten caught up on any of that really and what episode were you asking me about mitch on on the oh have you watched any more orville since we spoke last no just the gender reassignment one that was the last one that's like two or three yeah like i said i've been watching laid an egg i watched signs i watched um they watched uh six cents 
Oh, you're having an M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong over there. We're having a Shyamalama Ding Dong Fest. Trying to. I like I like his movie, except The Happening. Not very what good. What about Airbender? It wasn't as bad as The Happening, but we did discuss <laughs> that it was pretty, that it was bad. I'll tell you this. It's the best bloody Avatar movie that's out in this world, right? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> I, just, I haven't seen Avatar 2. I can't talk shit. I mean, I think we freely can. Well, it's been kind of like the stance of this podcast that... Uh, Sam Callen and I came out in Brothers together against everything everywhere all at once today. Whoa, have you seen it? Yeah, that movie sucks. Wait, wait, what movie? I watched it twice because I thought I watched it in a bad mood the first time. Everything have everywhere you- all at once. Oh, I loved it. Fuck that movie. Wow. It, was, I, I, it, it I was visually be, cool. It was visually cool. It was. I thought it was very interesting, too, when I was able to keep up with it. It's Yeah, they go so fast and it's so full of bad plot and bad logic, but it moves so fast that you can't catch it. It's bad. It's not good. Oh, I don't I don't know if I agree with, with that assessment. But oh, I guess, shit. Am I going to have to watch this and be the tiebreaker? Like it's poorly written Doctor Who fan fiction. Wow. Oh, my God. You guys are, are you guys going to drive up to a middle ground between Denver and Trinidad and fight? Nah, he'll be down here next month. I'll be down in a couple <laughs> weeks. You're going to park your cars facing each other with the headlights? You're going you're gonna to draw a circle in the dirt and put lighter fluid around it and light up the ring of death? We could do that yeah. right in front of his house. He has that long patch of dirt. Yeah, yeah we can do this. We have the technology. <laughs> Play yeah, that I, fucking Star Trek. I think it's a fun movie-ish, yeah. but like, yeah, it's just like so much of it bothered me. And I really thought it was a bad mood the first time. And then when I rewatched it, I was like, no, this is just bothers all of my sci-fi sensibilities. This is wildly weird. Yeah. I, Doesn't she go to a, a like, uh, where her fingers are dicks or something? Yeah, hot dogs. Hot oh, dogs. Well, I must have downloaded the wrong one, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's everywhere in every orifice all at once. But, <laughs> <laughs> but they, they're able to tap into other versions of themselves and acquire their skills or knowledge or ability it's kind of neat right but why wouldn't they preload that what do you mean i mean why haven't any of them just downloaded most of what they need already why is that man just downloading his fight knowledge while in the middle of a confrontation with fucking time cops and shit like it's there's holes all over why like how does it how are they choosing which one of these ladies to find? How are they in front of the daughter if she can be everywhere all at once? Like it's epically flawed, but it is fun and it's visually cool. Like I get that. I think my problem is that everybody's like, "This is the smartest thing ever." Like, no, it's not. It's really fine. <laughs> yeah, I I watched it once, um, and I was in and out of sleep or what have you. So that's a good way to watch it. Maybe. Um, I struggled with staying awake, not because of the movie, but because I was real tired. Yeah. When I was able to watch it, I did enjoy it, but it it was a little taxing. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's, it's a lot for it to be like, you can, you can be anything. Reality is what you make it. Well, we use an expression here. It's, uh, when, you know, you say the grass is always greener. Yeah. Um, the grass is greener when you water it. Yeah. So sorry, Mitch. I, I, I just wanted to finish that thought. No, that's okay. Uh, I was just going to say, man, like, how long is this movie? Like two hours and 10 minutes. Oi. It's a bit of a lifetime, actually. 
and it and it could be an hour and 20 minutes long mm. are you saying are you sure you're just, are you just speaking from a, a space of hurt jake no is, i mean that, being... like they really pad out a lot of the story in a way that like it doesn't need to be for the sake of doing visual effect well this is apparently the movie where it's like it makes you cry because of how real it is or some shit no those are people who've never considered life yeah hmm. i would agree with that that's what i mean i think this is really profound sci-fi for people who just watch csi <laughs> i think this was like the most genius thing that people who really exist on network tv have ever seen mm. i'd give it a little bit more credit than that regardless oh you're, hey you're you know what like what you like that's what we say here on broadcast geeks it's true sometimes i want to know what other people like i like koala man it's not like i'm out here policing things on pure quality right oh man i love the there's that part in koala man where everyone's getting assimilated into the alien yeah and one of the crackheads is being assimilated but the other one's not and he's uh, the 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 crackhead that's not being assimilated is all sad. He's like, "Oh, Daimo, you're me favorite dickhead," and he's all sad. <laughs> so I just I want to start saying that to my friends. Be like, "Oh, you're me favorite dickhead." <laughs> I like it. I love that show. Yeah, I I don't know. I haven't been watching a lot of stuff, but uh, hopefully that changes February first, which is not next week, but the week after. Yeah, it's next um, week. Gua. Yeah, today's the twenty fifth. So yeah. February first is a week from today. Hit. I definitely missed some bills I have to pay, but that's uh, something we talk about off pod. Um, <laughs> hello. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I guess that'll be next week, February 1st. Black Panther Wakanda Forever drops on Disney Plus. You can start watching that again. The new M. Night movie comes out February 3rd with Dave Bautista in it. That's the one that's like the knock at the cabin, right? Knock, knock at the cabin, yeah. Yeah, that looks too scary for me. I'm in 100%. I hope it's mm. good. Matt, you should uh, do like a report on it and remove <laughs> all the scary stuff for me and Jake. Yeah. Just tell us all the nice boy parts. It probably won't even be that scary. I don't know. <laughs> no, you're, you're going to be like, oh, well, it wasn't that scary. And then they, they sawed that lady's skull in half, and it wasn't that scary. Yeah, it was fine. The girls liked it. <laughs> we did show my youngest signs, and, you know, she liked it. She got a little scared, and when she was going to bed, we were all sleeping downstairs, and she was staying in, in the, uh, the the main floor. And she said, can, can one of you stay up here? I was like, why? What, what's up? And she was like, I just... <laughs> You dick. <laughs> Why? Did you let her keep a glass of water? Yeah, yeah, right. Get a glass of water. Um, and it, you'll be fine. Everything's fine. Dude, I've if seen they want to take you, they're gonna take you. Get over it. Go to bed. Exactly. If I've seen I've seen a lot of fucking scary movies, sometimes against my will, but I don't think I've ever been as traumatized as when they're they show the alien walk through the bushes on the, the God, TV. That fucked yes. me up when I was like 12, dude. And also just the way that Joaquin Phoenix reacts to it. He's just like, oh, oh, oh God. Yeah. Like I think yeah. They do a really good job with that. I I agree. Swing away, Meryl. Swing away. Swing away. <laughs> I think that might be my favorite M Night movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Okay. I would agree with that. I Science. think uh it used to be Sixth Sense, but like that movie's not very rewatchable. My, once you know the twist. My yeah, favorite once... of his movies is one of his least appreciated. Lady in the water. Lady in the water. 
Oh shit! That's the one Matt, with Bryce Dallas like Howard, right? Yes, yes, it is. Is she I, is she wet? She is. Bdh is wet. She's not. No, I, I I liked it. It was it was different than anything anything else, you know. And I I like his movies. I do. I like I like Devil. I like The Visit. Uh, I like Six Sense. I like Unbreakable split glass all of them have you heard about his show i watched the first episode of servant or part of the first episode but we don't have apple tv it's um, doing it's like third and final season right now i think yeah and have you watched it fuck no fourth and final season but no 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 it looks terrifying yeah it, it is a little creepy yeah it takes a lot for me to not watch a rupert grint piece but here we are scared yeah. little boy can't do it yeah uh ron weasley's in it yeah old grinty green so yeah I, I i don't know lady in the water i but i love i love signs and it's a good movie it really is one of his better movies as far as being how it was made yeah it's reined in yeah i agree all right well I do want to hear what other people, now that we know, we're checking email, see? Yeah. Hey, thanks to Scoop again for sending us a picture. Uh, we'll put this up on our fucking Reddit page. All right. We got content, motherfuckers. We did it. So, yeah, thanks to Scoop Johnson or Jackson, whatever his last name is. He <laughs> constantly changes it to avoid being detected by the studios that he may or may not work for. Uh <laughs> But he's he's always got a scoop, and he always brings it to Broadcast Geeks. We should have him back on sooner. We should. But, so, uh, if you can send us an email. We do check them at broadcastgeeks at gmail.com. You can send us something on our Reddit page, r slash broadcastgeeks, or you can uh, find us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page, Broadcast Geeks. Look for the Hulkula in the logo, not the other one that's about how to talk into a microphone. It's also called Broadcast Geeks, but it's just a picture of a blue microphone on a back a white background. Fuck that guy. Um, I didn't talk about it. Yeah, I'm gonna delete this. I'm gonna fucking delete his mention. Don't even don't go to his page and tell him that he doesn't say fuck enough during his episodes. <laughs> you can you can find us on our Facebook page, or you can find us on Twitter. The handle is at Broadcast Geeks. You can find us on Instagram. The handle is Broadcast underscore Geeks. Or you can just find us on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and more to be determined. Find out again on another Broadcast Geeks when you tune in next time. But until then, leave you with our standard Broadcast okay. Geeks super fan sign-off line. Excellent. 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 True believers.